señorita Really nice to meet ya Have some tequila and stay This week on Spots and Margaritas, it's Fit Girl Mel, Melissa Alcantara, Kim Kardashian's personal trainer. I've been on this one for a while and I wore her down and she finally said yes. Cannot wait to talk to her about lifting versus cardio, how she decided to dedicate her life to fitness and inspiring others. Um, and this week's episode is brought to you by my favorite water, Flow Alkaline Spring Water. Go to flowhydration.com and use Squats and Margaritas 20 to get 20% off your order. Here is my episode with Melissa Alcantara. Hi, thank you so much for doing this. No, of course. I wore you down. <laughs> I love that because I'm like that kind of person. It's like, I want to do everything. Like I want to fit it, especially things like that I'm interested in. And, you know, especially like people who have a passion for something, but it's hard, man. It's like trying to do all these things, film this, do that, record this, and then, you know, wash my dishes. Yeah. And I watched your live the other day. Like everyone just expects that you're just always motivated and happy and everything's perfect. And you were like, sometimes I'm crying and then I'm pick up the phone and I have to like be there for everybody that you're inspiring and motivating. And nobody thinks about that. You just turn it on and you inspire so many people, but like you're struggling too. This is a hard time in the world. Yeah. In so many different ways, you know, I'm going through something in my life and uh, at the same time, it's like all this stuff is happening in the world, you know, collectively. Um, and sometimes it, you're so like caught up in your own shit that you don't realize that all this outside stuff is affecting you as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like being aware of all that and taking all that in and it's like not getting caught up in all the emotional stuff all the time. It's like, mm -hmm. yeah, you have feelings and emotions. You're going to feel all these things, but a lot of the time they're just like momentary. And if you, if you dive into that space, then you're really going to be, you know, you're like really identifying with like that sad, crazy place. Yeah. And, you know, really you can be like, all right, well, that's what's happening. That's how I feel. But you know what? I have things that I have to do. There are things that I have to do to, to not even that you have to do because they have to be done, but more so because if I don't do those things, I will never get out of this rut. Yes. You know, if I don't wash my dishes, if I just leave them there, I won't get out of the, 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 the mess, you know? And it's like, you do, you wash your dishes and you're like, damn, you know what? It, you know, although I was feeling like shit, my house is clean. I did mm -hmm. it. I got up and I fucking, you know, instead of like lying down on the couch and just being sad and getting more sad because you're not doing anything. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? exactly. And we're both moms. So it's like, you have somebody else that you take care of. And this podcast was born out of the pandemic because I have a two and a five-year-old. So like a month in, I was like, how the hell is anybody doing this? So I would go live and I would talk to other moms, like, what are you doing? Like, what do you do during the day? What are some like things that we can do? And I started like this talk show, just trying to make other moms not feel alone, like during the shitty time in the world. And then yeah. um, this radio station in DC was watching every week. And they're like, we want this to be a podcast on podcast one. So now I find like inspiring women like you to come on every week that seem to be balancing everything. It's squats and margaritas. Like you get in your workout, you still enjoy your life. You live life with balance and 
balance is something that I found super late in life. Like even later than you found your fitness journey. Um, I struggled with eating disorders and depression for almost 20 years. And I used to be a division one collegiate athlete. I quit my um, soccer career in college and then everything went downhill and I didn't kind of get it together until 37 after having two kids. And I wanted you to share your story because I'm sure everybody that sees you is like, wow, look at her, like genetics. It's probably always been that way, but no. I get that all the time. First of all, squats and margaritas is like the best name for a podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Which is like one of the biggest reasons why I did it. I was like, that's on point. Like it's my life. Squats and margaritas. Mm-hmm. It's balance. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for a long time, it, I was very strict. It was either this or that. It was very black and white. And that's how I had to do it mm-hmm. or else uh, I, I felt like I was failing or I wasn't doing what I needed to do. And that's what I needed to do in order mm-hmm. to get to the place that I am at now. I'm not saying that that was wrong. Yep. It's not wrong because it led me to where I am right now. Um, but yeah, I do have uh, margaritas all the time. I'm always scared when I have like a fitness person, they'd be like, you really shouldn't be drinking. So I try to like gravitate towards people that seem to be balanced, like they have fun. <laughs> but because like you said, I lived with so much obsession and restriction for so long. I mean, to the point I was bulimic, I was anorexic. And then it was like, I wasn't doing that anymore. But like, I just would work out seven days a week and I would be on the cardio machine. I didn't want to lift. I didn't want to get bulky, barely eating. And I'm not a trainer. So I watching your live, it's called reverse dieting, but to everybody else, I was like, I just started eating more and I lost 20 pounds. Can you explain reverse dieting and like why that worked? Because I wasn't eating before why reverse dieting worked for me. So this is what happens. A lot of people who under eat Uh, your body is smarter than you and will create that as your maintenance. So now you're walking around, right? Whereas somebody else who eats about 2000 calories a day, will will use that number. Um, And they're just like, you know, it's, she's five, five, she's 135 pounds and she eats 2000 calories a day. And the other chick who's like 160 pounds eating 1200 calories a day who's the same height, cannot figure out why this other girl is eating so much and, and they, you know, she weighs more. And it's because she has created that um, as her maintenance. Now her body is efficient at using that amount of calories per day. Uh, What you did was you created uh, a deficiency. So now your body is not efficient at that caloric value anymore. It came down to 1200 um, because that's what you're giving it. That's mm-hmm. what it's used to. It's like, bro, we're not getting any more food than that. Yep. That's our top of the top of the line. Mm-hmm. So now in order to lose weight, now you got to go below that, right? But yep. how are you going to get below that? Then you're yep. not eating. Yep. You know what I mean? It, it's like impossible. Yeah. So in order to now bring your like metabolism back up, bring your calories back up so that you can create a new maintenance, you have to slowly build up your calories. And that's why I tell a lot of people, I'm like, start with a hundred calories. You know, if you're eating 1200 calories a day, now start eating 1300 calories and, you know, little by little, and we'll say every couple of weeks or so, see where you are, see how much weight you've gained, but be consistent. Yeah. In eating your 1300 calories and then slowly you will gain some weight 
but slowly you can build on your calories and come up and create a new maintenance for you. Now you're at 2000 calories, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, maybe it took you six months to get there without uh, gaining, you know, 50 pounds because that's why you do it slowly. Because yes. if your body has such an impact on it just at once, it doesn't know what to do with all that. It's mm -hmm. not efficient yet. So slowly it's kind of like working out. You're building yeah. those muscles in your body to get to that point so that it becomes efficient at using the, these calories. Um, and now you're at 2000 calories and let's say now you want to lose some weight. Mm -hmm. Now you come down 200 calories, right? Now you're at 1800. Yeah. Now you're losing weight at much higher caloric value. You're eating so much food at 1800 yeah. calories and you're losing weight now. And it's like, Oh, blows your mind. <laughs> yeah. It's mind blow. When people hear me say that they're like, Oh, yeah. Oh my God, really? But you know what's crazy? Even though people know something intellectually, it's very difficult for them to put it into practice. Yes. And uh, because they, they're like, this is what I've been doing for so long. I need to hold on to it. Even though I know it's not good for me, it's comfortable because this is my comfort zone and this is what I've been doing. And I know what happens when I'm here. Although yes. it's not what I want to happen, I know what happens. And so to have somebody eat more, they're still going to go into back into the mindset of, Oh my God, I'm eating so much food. They're going to feel like they're eating so much food and yeah. you know, and now they'll, they'll backtrack and then they'll come back and be like, no, but this is what's good for me. I know I have to do this. And that's kind of with everything in life. Right. And anytime you're trying to make a change or a better change for yourself, it, that's how it goes. It's like intellectually you understand now intellectually you understand, yeah. but you know, your body and your habits are not there yet. They need yes. to catch up to what you know now. And so you have to create those habits as hard as it is. You have to do the things to get mm -hmm. you there. Uh, so then you can create balance, right? Yeah. Balance is really not struggling between this and that. It's like finding yes. that space where you're like, this happens and that happens. And you know what? It's fine. <laughs> It's yeah, it's fine. It's okay. I don't need to be extreme that way or extreme this way. I can actually come to a place where, you know, you do have margaritas and you get your squats in and you're like, you know what? This is the place where I want to be. I am accepting this right now because I want to live my life. I want to have the drinks. I want to go out with my friends. Yeah. I don't want to eat just like dry ass food every day and you know and not have any drinks or a social life just because so you got to find that space where you're like all right maybe i'm not shredded every freaking second of the day but you know what i feel good and i'm doing something good for myself and that's pretty much you know what everybody's trying to get to <laughs> yes and i found it so late and i'm telling what's so funny about what you're saying is when I was eating the dry ass food and I would never have a cocktail because it was like the sugar and the calories, I was 20 pounds heavier. So like I wrote my book and was like, I enjoy my life now. I eat all day long. And it was so hard for me to trust that because I feel like women are, are taught, watch your calories. It's calories in versus calories out. Do your cardio and burn. You know, you don't want to bulk yeah. up and lift. So I was just like cardio, cardio, salads, and I like told a trainer that and he's like, you're so frustrated. You just need to eat more. And with my background in like bulimia and anorexia, I'm like, eat more to lose weight. Okay. And I, I get it all the time. <laughs> it's like, cause that's not what we're taught. And no. the women that look like you aren't on the cardio machines. They're in the weight room. 
And yep. that to me, I was like, I just, I didn't sweat. Like if I did a strength training workout, I was like, I don't really feel like I did anything. I need to sweat. There's no real correlation between, uh, I can drip sweat lifting weights. Whoa. Yeah. It's nuts. <laughs> but I am also a sweater. Like I yeah. sweat like a mofo. But uh, there's no, it doesn't mean that you're working um, more or harder just because you're sweating more. Doesn't yeah. mean that, you know, it's, it's like people think that there's like a direct correlation. They think that the, the fat is melting out of their bodies <laughs> yeah. and, and they're, they're actually watching it. And it's like, no, that's just that's actual water. That's like the and water in your body. But it's right now, like you're burning right now. But when you lift, it's epoch, you burn later. Like you're burning the next day, even if you don't work out. And that's why like yep. people that lift look like you. I didn't even get into your story. Um, just in case people are like, whatever, she's always looked like that. You were a waitress living in Brooklyn and yeah. you gained weight after having a baby? Yep. So I gained, well, I gained 70 pounds during my pregnancy and I was at 200 pounds at the end of my pregnancy and I lost 30 pounds after I gave birth. So I was still 170 pounds and I had never been that weight. I was always somewhere between uh, 130 and 145. Mm -hmm. So I also always struggled with my weight. I was, you know, I starved myself all the time when I was younger. I would mm -hmm. take like um, these like, uh, what are those pills? Like the rip fuel kind of <laughs> caffeine. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like those pills. I mm. forgot. There was like a really popular one so that they suppress your appetite. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would eat like this much food, you yep. know, and then like be really thin. And then two weeks later, be really chunky and then Same. be really thin. I was a yo-yo dieter. Yeah. And that was my life, you know, for a long time. And, uh, I was never fit, never played a sport, never went to the gym, nothing. Jeez. It was all after I had my daughter that it was more like, Melissa, you need to get your shit together. You need to get your life together. You don't feel good about yourself. And it started a lot with uh, how I looked, you know, aesthetically, right? Yeah. I would look at myself in the mirror and be like, ugh, you're so like, you know, all that crap. You're so fat. You're so this, you're so lazy. You can't freaking do anything. And then, um, yeah. So not one muscle. I was 28 years old. I was still, uh, about 30 pounds overweight. And, um, I got up one day and I was like, yo, I'm going to do something. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do something. I don't know what, I don't know if it's right or if it's wrong, I'm going to do something. So I, I found insanity and uh, started with insanity. <laughs> exactly. I started with like the craziest shit, but that's the best part. It's like, because I had no preconceived mm -hmm. notion about anything about fitness, nothing, nothing. I, di I didn't know anything about fitness, eating right, nutrition, nothing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I found insanity and I just dove right into it. Did it 60 days I'm that also that person or was that person I'm going to say who just like a hundred percent, I'm going to do this a hundred percent. Cause that's, that's the only way you can do it. Yep. Um, so I did it a hundred percent. I mm -hmm. like ate according to the meal guide. I did every workout every morning, the way the calendar said, I never missed one. It didn't matter if my foot hurt, my back hurt. It didn't matter. And uh, I remember the first workout, 
I didn't know what I was doing. I couldn't even do a jumping jack. I was like, what the hell? He was like, oh, right in your core. I was like, what the hell is a core? core? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know where it is. What you talking about? He was right. like, your hip flexors. I was like, what the fuck is a hip flexor? <laughs> so it was just, you know, it's like going through the motions of like, you don't know what this is. And a lot of people are beaten down and discouraged by that. It's like, man, I'm so far from from the goal. Like mm -hmm. I'm so far from the, what I see on Instagram and these yeah. girls, I'm so far away from that. I don't have any information. So automatically you become like really, really discouraged. You're like, yeah. it's too much. It's too much to learn. It's too much to know. But you know, I try to tell people, I'm like, yo, when they say it's all in the journey and it's like, you know, that's mm -hmm. not cliche. That is the truth. You know why? Because it doesn't matter where you get to. Uh, the abs, the arms, the whatever, at the end of the day, what you're going to appreciate more is every decision you made to get to that place. Yeah. It's not about the abs. It's about all the decisions you made to get to those abs. It's the fact that you said no to that. You yeah. said yes to, you know, you said yes to yourself so many times. You did this for you. You said mm -hmm. yes to yourself that you created this, like, yeah person where you're like damn i'm so capable i'm so capable of a person i have so much potential as a person i did this i chose every day multiple times a day thousands of times a day i chose me and the abs and the arms and the this and the that those are just the cherry on top for everything that i did you know and that's how i feel now in the beginning it was all about oh my god look at you know my abs yeah, and this yeah you know, this is like eight years later and I'm just like, yeah, maybe it, ha it is because I came to that place of, of balance, but that all is wisdom. That takes experience. That takes yes. failing. That takes trying. That takes this. That takes that. That's why I tell people, I'm like, listen, if you, if a person got, let's say liposuction and I'm not knocking anybody because yeah. if that's what you choose, but then you can hold it up, then perfect. Yeah. But that person usually falls back to the same crap because they didn't, they don't know what it's like to make the decisions. Yeah. It is not sustainable for them. No, they have exactly. not taken the, yeah. They haven't taken the journey, the steps to get to that place. So they cannot sustain it. They can't hold it up because they just don't know how to do it. But the mm -hmm. person who gradually does the thing, makes all the decisions knows they yes. they have gotten to know themselves through decision making through failing yeah. through succeeding and that is what you want everything that you do is literally comes back to you and getting to know yourself in that position that's why for everyone everything is different and you have to make the decisions you have to go through the process i can't tell you what to do i could just give you the simple tools at the end of the day you're the one who has to choose right and so that's why I say fitness is, is not easy, but it's simple. Make yes. good food choices, move your freaking ass, you know, three, four times a week. And you take it from there. Like you cannot create expectations. Right. And, and you know, the, the results and the expectations and what you're actually doing also need to make sense, which means that you need to be honest with yourself throughout this whole process. And when I say that, I don't mean just in fitness is everything in life is the same freaking process. Like you gotta be honest, what your expectations for the amount of work that you're actually putting in, mm -hmm. you know, 
you just have to be honest. It's like, that's, yeah. that's life. Everybody's a C plus student, right? They are expecting to get an A, but you're a C plus. It yeah. doesn't, it doesn't match. They're you putting know, in the effort of a C plus trying, expecting to get an A. Yeah. yeah. And that's how a lot of people think. And, yeah. and it's not, you know, that's kind of like conditioning. That's how people are almost conditioned because again, you feel like you need so many things, right? Yeah. And without all those things, you can't do what you need to do. Now you're, yeah. you know, you're creating all the excuses. You're like, oh, well, I don't have dumbbells. So, oh, I, yeah. I, the gym, I don't have it close to me. Everybody's always going to come up with something. Yeah. I have There's two kids. Always- yeah, yeah, I have a baby. Yeah. There's always exactly. my body's not going to do up? that because I have a I'm a mom. And you said something about how like when you finish that insan- insanity after not ever working out before, you were like, "Shit, what else can I do?" Like when my body do, and now you've like pushed your body to this. You you probably just didn't even. It's like where your expectations are. Like I was a division one athlete. I run a faster mile now as an almost 40 year old mom of two than I did at 18. And you would never think that, but I had a moment too, where I was six months postpartum with my first, with my daughter. And I'm the same way. Like I'm doing something. If there was a competition, I'm winning it. I'm not getting second. I knew they were going to put the numbers up. I had just had a baby, Melissa, and I ran this mile faster than anyone in the gym. I peed my pants. That's how fast I was running. I didn't even care, but I, I got up there and then I was like, I went home and I was like, I ran a mile faster than anyone in my gym after just having a baby. What else can my body do? And then yeah. I started really training, but I had to have that like moment. Like it doesn't matter that you're 36 and you just had a baby. Like you almost have to remove that like excuse that you give yourself you know, and yeah. I saw you when you had a two-year-old and you started this journey. Like, I know a lot of moms are like, well, I can't, my kid's at home with me. You get up at five? <laughs> I never in my life got up at that time. But again, I was just in a place where, and sometimes a lot of people need to be in the lowest of the lowest of the lowest. They need to be in the lowest place of their life mm-hmm. in order to move, right? And I was, I'm that person. It's like, I was at such a low place that there was just nowhere else to go. They, I had to do it. I was like, okay, wake up at 5 a.m. That's your only choice. I, and I tried different things. I tried working out after work. And I just, it just didn't work because mm-hmm. I would get home late. Even though I got my workout in, I didn't spend any time with my family. And then we went straight to bed. Like we prepared for the next day and went straight to bed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's not what I want to do either, you know? So I had to switch. Okay, like that doesn't work. Let's do 5 a.m. 5 a.m. I got it out of the way. I had my entire day. Now my entire day was also uh, making choices, but now it was, uh, what are you going to eat? You know, are you going to eat that cookie? Are you going to stay after work to go have drinks? Are you going to? And I just had to choose, you know, for what I wanted at that time in my life, for my goal at that time, I needed to make those decisions uh, and they had to be at a hundred percent. It was a hundred percent or it was nothing. And that's just the way that I, that I work. (laughs) You know what I mean? But now we both live with balance now and it's like, we can have cocktails and you, you almost like trust your body now. But like you said, you had to get through that journey of eating. I, when I slowly started eating every few hours, I was eating super healthy to get to the point where now I live with balance because people be like the people that follow me, like you eat whatever you want. Like 
I truly do. Like, I don't want to post some of the things I eat because I'm not saying to do that, but I had to get to the point of balance and I ate more healthy. Yes. And I'm like, I don't want to show you what I eat because you're going to be like, well, I can't eat that, but I got to balance, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing. People say that all the time. And it's like, but I worked to get to this place. You understand? It doesn't just happen. You don't just like go from, you know, you, you're just not that you didn't build that up yet. It's like, you get to know, again, you get to know yourself so well that, you know, well, one, this isn't going to tear down my life. If I have this, you know, burger or whatever it is. And honestly, for the most part, I'm not eating again. Like I said, like dry, whatever food I cook at home. I make, you know, my Dominican food. Yeah. And, uh, and then I have my drinks or if I go out to eat, I'll, order what I want. It's not like I'm like, Oh, give me the healthiest thing on the menu. No, it's like, okay, I want crab legs with the butter and I want to dip it in and I want to have five, you know, lemon drop martinis. Yeah. (laughs) But you you know that you're, you're going to be okay. And before when I was living with restriction, it would be like, well, I can't drink alcohol, but you're, it's somebody's birthday or something. So I have a glass of wine before it would be like, shit, I had a glass of wine, might as well have a bottle of wine. I'm off the wagon. I'll start over on Monday. And now it's like, because margaritas and wine are part of my lifestyle, nothing is off limits. There's not a stop and start. It's balanced lifestyle. It's not, if I have a a martini at happy hour, I try not to have another one at dinner. Or, you know, if I didn't work out like the last couple of days and I'm going to eat cleaner, it's just checking in with yourself, living with balance and it's sustainable. Yeah. It sounds you know what's crazy? crazy? <laughs> you know what's crazy? Yeah, it's nuts because if I was uh, if if I was listening to this at M- Melissa, twenty eight years old, I'd be like, "This is all just bullshit." I know. Like <laughs> this is like no, I'm not going to believe this. You know what I mean? Like no, yes. there has to be. You know, I always thought, and for so long, uh, even throughout my the, the beginning of my fitness journey, for me, it was like what is the secret? What is the thing? There's, there's, there's something I'm missing. There's a thing that I'm missing that I'm not doing. Is mm-hmm. it, is it the bodybuilding thing? Is it like eating every three hours? Is it cause I'm not taking BCAAs? What is it? You know? And it was like, you know, only if I knew then what I knew now, yeah. but I had, to, I had to go through those questions, through those motions. I had to try all those things to get to where I am now. And it's not that one thing that you're missing it's a little bit of everything that you mm-hmm. need to like, you know, bring into your life and, uh, and try and fail and this and that again, it goes back to like getting to know yourself in whatever situation it is. You cannot get to know who you are without making the decisions without fucking up. Yeah. Like that's just the way it is for figuring out. Oh, well, you know what? This doesn't work for me. I legit did everything. I did CrossFit for a year. I did yoga for a year. I did bodybuilding. I did the working at home thing. I did, you know, I did jujitsu. I'm a blue belt in jujitsu. I competed in jujitsu. I did everything. And it was, it was a journey of Melissa, get to know yourself. I was in the, like, I'm capable of anything and everything. And you know what? I am not scared to be a beginner. You are a beginner. That's where you are. You don't know the answers. You're exactly where you need to be. And you're never going to know all the answers. You're only going to know your answers. And that comes with time, you know? And so, I mean, like I said, if I heard this back then, I'd be like, 
This is all total bullshit. This balance thing, like nobody freaking finds that. We're all kind of like finding balance as we go. We're always evolving and changing. And there is balance that I need to find. And uh, like I was saying in my, in my life, like in, in different uh, places in my life, like I need to find balance in how, in my, in relationships and how, you know, I deal with men or people or, you know, just things like that. And, and that's the kind of balance that now I'm searching for and mm -hmm. I'm using almost the same, well, not almost, but pretty much the same uh, strategy <laughs> strategy that I use for fitness. It's mm -hmm. the same thing. It's like, Melissa, think about how you started your fitness journey. Think about all the things that you needed to do. Think about your mindset during that time where you don't have all the answers. Like, I'm like, oh my, what am I doing wrong? Why can't I change my, the way that I'm thinking? And it's because it's not going to happen right now. You know, you just got to go through the motions. You got to go through the things. You got to go through the feelings. You got to be yeah. aware and know what it is that you want from yourself and not be too hung up on that, that one thing because that can change in a year. That can yeah. change in two years. Because again, like we're always evolving. We're always looking for that balance at that point in our life. Yeah. You know? You are killing me with that. I know I don't know you and you're private, but every time you say like, I'm going through something, I hate that because you help so many people. I want to be like, what are you going through? I want to help you. But you're like, who the hell are you anyway? Um, but yeah, when yeah. you're saying that, I care about you. Like I, I hate that you're dealing with something, but I also know that you're private about your personal life. So leave yeah. it. Well, <laughs> but I I'm mean, here. I feel, like, I feel like I'll call you later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cut this. <laughs> right. No, I get it. I get it. I feel like, well, I mean, it's not even, you know, it's not anything crazy and I didn't to get into any details, but it's like, you know, I have issues with like, let's say romantic relationships in my life. And so it's difficult for me to like, uh, maybe not take something personally or know that I'm okay being, you know, I've never been single in my life and this is like the first time I've ever been single. Yeah. So, uh, to, to like make a long story short, I'm struggling. Yeah. I'm struggling being in this space where it's like, Melissa, you can take care of yourself. You're no longer this little girl who needs somebody to hold on to or to, yeah. you know, to, to feel loved or, you know, like you're okay. You're okay. And it's a constant reminder every single day of, and it's practice in my brain. Like, you know, I could go down that route you know, and sometimes it happens where I'll cry and I'll be like, no, I'm so alone and nobody loves me and, you know, go through all these things. And it's like, shit, that's like the old stuff. That's yeah. like the old me. That's like all this crap that's coming up from when I was younger. And it's like, you can take care of yourself. You can do this. You are capable. You have all the potential. You are smart. You have a good career. You have your daughter. Like yeah. there's so many things in your life. Like, yo, just get all that other stuff out and that is my practice now is like being like also knowing that everyone is going through their personal and own journey. It's not taking anything personally. Again, it's like everybody's doing their best at every point in time. And sometimes you feel like somebody's doing something bad to you or they're not doing what you want them to do. Right. Because yes. that's what it is. You're like, why are you not doing what I want so that I can feel better, but they're going to abandon themselves for you. That's not fair either. And right. to know that, then it's like, okay, what, what would you do? Are you going to abandon yourself 
for somebody else, you can't. You can only find compromise in your relationships and be, you know, and have compassion and empathy for another person because they're also going through their own like evils and struggles and, you know, and all the crap that they're going through that they may not say to you, but, you know, they're going through their emotions in life and you may be intertwined in that somehow, you know? So you're thinking about how you're feeling and how they're exactly. treating so you. Like, <laughs> yeah. And how you're feeling and it's, yeah. you know, you're taking it personally, but it's like, it's not a personal vendetta. Um, and I think that, you know, that has a lot to do with, um, you know, even people in their fitness journey and in their life, it's like, you know, you have to make decisions that are good for you you know, the best decisions for you. And sometimes that decision may not be good for somebody else, or that may make someone else feel bad. You know, I get it all the time where people are like, oh, my partner doesn't eat well, doesn't help me. You know, how am I supposed to make good decisions if like, but you're your own person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe when you're doing what you need to do for yourself, maybe in the beginning, they'll feel like, oh, you think you're better than me or, you know, whatever it is, but sometimes that will go away and then be like, Whoa, you know, I see this person doing so well, maybe I could do that, you know? And then, you know, and, and, and that's how it goes. Sometimes it's like, if, if you constantly make good decisions for yourself, that trust me, trust me, nothing can go wrong. Yeah. Nothing can go wrong. If you're making honest, good decisions for yourself, the people around you will either come, the people that can understand that, the people who love you will follow that and will support you. And the ones who don't will fall away. And that's okay. That's yeah. okay. That's, it's funny. I, it's hard because um, I talk about being unapologetically fit because like this weekend I was at my sister's bridal shower in Atlanta. And it's like, if I get up to get a run in when everybody else is you know, having mimosas. It's like, I, it's frowned upon. It's just like, oh my God, just we're in a bridal shower. Like, don't you want to see yeah, us? Like, hang out. They give me a hard time. And then I'm like, no. And then I start feeling guilty for choosing myself and being healthy. And it's not like yeah. I'm doing anything crazy and I'm working out every day. But if I like take time away from the group because nobody else feels that way or puts wellness as a priority, you're like yep. frowned upon and kind of like, oh, okay, well, she's got to get her run in. And I'm kind of like, I used to be like, well, fine, I wouldn't because I didn't want everybody to be mad at me. And then I'm like, no, I'm like you just said, I'm going to make the right healthy choice for me. And yep. maybe at some point they'll come around and be the same way, but they're just they're They don't have the same lifestyle. So they give me a hard time. Exactly. But, uh, you know, sometimes maybe they'll be like, you know what? I'll join you. Who yeah. knows? Maybe I don't know when that's going to happen. But. <laughs> that's how it feels. But at the end of the day, it's like people can complain or say whatever it is that they want to say. But if you go ahead and you do the things that you need to do, 100%, you will come back from your run and the day will keep on as it yeah. should. Nobody died. Nobody's <laughs> truly, extremely upset. That's it. You know what I mean? And the day kind of just goes on. And it's like knowing that is also a comforting thing because uh, again, those people who, who support you, even if they talk shit or whatever it is, they still support you. They're in your life. They're like, all right. Yeah. We gave her shit. You know what? She didn't stay, but yeah. we'll see her ass when she gets back. Yeah. And you know, that's just the way it is. They're going to be all right. 
you're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be all right. You know yes. what I mean? You're right. I probably think about it more than they probably didn't even think about it the rest of the day, but I'm like, I just use, I hate, I want, I'm a people pleaser. Like I don't want anybody mad at me and you have to make uh, decisions for yourself. I'm looking at the time. Do you have like a hard stop? <laughs> Am I, do you have something uh, next? No, I have like 10 more minutes. Oh my God. I have literally 10 minutes and I have to pick up my kids. I didn't even yeah. ask you like, so that 28 year old person that was like us sit listening to this, like, this is bullshit. What do you tell them? Like if they are inspired and they want to get to a place of balance and get to where we're at now, what is the first step? Like, is it insanity? <laughs> if somebody's not going to well, start with them, just throwing themselves in. It's kind of like that. It doesn't matter what they do for somebody who's just starting. They're throwing themselves into something. True. It doesn't matter what it is. It's like going into the ocean, right? It's cold. And are you going to inch, inch by it? How torturous is that? You're inching your way into this water. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. Oh my God. It took you 10 minutes. You got in the water, but you know what I mean? It's like dive into it. It's it for a split second. It's going to feel like shit. But then afterwards you're like, Whoa, yes. You know, you're like so alive. So it's kind of like that. It's like, uh, you know, try not to have any expectations. I tell people, I'm like, everything you know, wipe it clean. Do not judge this thing. But for anyone who's just beginning, I always say, choose a program. Hopefully my Your program. app. Yeah, yours. My <laughs> app. <laughs> yeah. But choose a program, stick to it, so that you don't find yourself like, going into a gym and being like, oh, well, I was going to do the weights, but I don't feel comfortable over there. So I'm just going to, no, stick to the shit. Know that you will feel uncomfortable. You're going to have to make uncomfortable decisions every single day because you're making a change and any change in life is uncomfortable. That's just the way it is. If you are trying to stay away from uncomfortable, you will always stay at the level that you're at. Mm -hmm. Unless you're willing to accept that it is uncomfortable. It takes discomfort. Um, also choose a nutrition guide. If you don't know where to go, what to do again, set yourself up for success, right? At least you have a plan. Go in with a plan. Don't go in like all crazy. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if this plan is your plan or if it's perfect for you. It doesn't matter. You will figure that out along the way. But as long as you have something to stick to that says Monday, is legs. You're yeah. doing squats and this and this and that. Follow that freaking thing, you know? And trust me that down the line, you will get to know yourself and what you like and what you don't like, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And the, the, the answers will slowly, slowly come, but you have to stick to something. And you've done it. People trust you because you went through it. It's like you didn't even work out before you were 28 and look at your body now. So you're giving yeah. people step by step exercise, nutrition. So anybody that's feeling overwhelmed and doesn't know where to start, you literally lay it all out in a calendar. <laughs> I tell people all the time, I'm like, guys, I did this. Yeah. I made this, these decisions. I do it all the time. I've been doing it for eight years now. Mm-hmm. It's fine if somebody who tells you, and there are a lot of people online who have like great bodies who are like 22 and they, you know, never went through anything or, you know what, I'm certified in this. And it's like, dude, that's, that's cool and everything. And I'm not knocking it, 
But yeah. again, there's nothing that beats real experience. I've worked with people who are overweight. I've worked with people who are underweight. I've worked with people who are not eating enough calories or eating too many calories. I've done this also myself. I was yeah. also that person. I went through the motions. I had to go through the decision-making process. So it's like, man, as much shit that I went through, yeah. I have to be fucking grateful and thankful for going through all that shit because without the shit, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't really know anything. You know what I mean? And it's like, sometimes you got to be grateful for all those freaking like obstacles and problems and this and that that you have. Sometimes you got to look at them and be like, damn, if I didn't have to do that, if, you know, if COVID didn't come, maybe I wouldn't have figured it out. Yes. This other thing that I love to do, maybe yeah. I would have never gotten to focus on my, you know, content creation or, you know, figure out just a different way. You become creative when there are issues and problems, because if everything was sweet and dandy, let me tell you, you would be bored and find a problem to have. Yes. So if there wasn't a pandemic, I wouldn't have a show. So it's like, I have to think about that. And don't you feel like you went through your shit to do what you're doing now? Like all my eating disorders and the bulimia, like the fact that I am trying to help women find wellness and balance now. Like if you told me that five years ago, like no chance in hell, but I know I went through that to talk to somebody who's in it now and is like, I'm never going to be able to stop doing it. Yes, you can. And here's how to do that. I feel like that's, you have to go through it to get to your purpose. Same thing. And that's what I tell people. I'm like, listen, if you feel like you don't have purpose in this life, your purpose, and I feel strongly about that, is to do good for yourself so that you can show other people that Mm -hmm. they can do good for them. And That's just, there's nothing better than really to give back to people and say, I wish I could dive into your body and do it for you. (laughs) I wish I could do it. Even just for the initial like six weeks. That's also one thing I want to tell people before we go is, guys, this is not like you can't use a shampoo for one week and say, oh, it doesn't work. You can't use a face (laughs) wash for one week and say, oh, it doesn't work. No, use it. Give it three months three dedicated months before you say it doesn't work because most of the time it's not the thing that doesn't work. It's you that doesn't work. And that's the issue. Love that. Where do people find your app? Go to my Instagram. The link is in my bio. It's fit girl, Mel girl with a U. And um, I also have a book out. Um, you guys can find that on Amazon. Fit girl, total body turnaround. And then really quick. Did I see a new challenge is coming? Yes. New challenge is coming. Be on the lookout for that. Oh my God. This current challenge, we've had hundreds of transformations. So I want to show you guys. And the biggest transformation is obviously here. Yes. In your head. Thank you so much. I went totally over my time. I'm sorry to your assistant. (laughs) And I am always here. I know you don't know me, but I've been with my husband for 15 years and it's hard and I get it. And I, I want to be here for you like you're there for everyone else. So thank you so much. We need to get margaritas next. Yeah. Well, stay in touch with me and we'll figure it out. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the Squats and Margaritas podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of Squats and Margaritas.
To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.